Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. I'm Shauna Montgomery and I'm here with my sister, Shelly MacArthur. You know, Shelly, I really want to start the show on talking about social media and not social media as in Facebook or Twitter, but about all these dating sites because I've heard just good things and I've also heard bad things. Now, there's so many of them out there now. It's match.com, our time, eHarmony, Tinder, OkCupid, OkStupid. No, I'm just talking about, but there's so many, and this is the new, where you and I would go to a restaurant or go to a club. This is the new way that people are meeting their husbands. Because people don't have time anymore. People don't have time. I had a girl, actually this was several I mean, many, many years ago, 10, 12 years ago, who met her husband, who was a very good friend of mine, she used to work with me, who met her husband, who was a lawyer, on one of those websites. And it worked out incredibly well. She's still married. She's very happy. There's also another friend of mine who's a makeup artist, used to be down at Neiman Marcus. She met her husband, and they're very happy. Um, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of good to it. I don't know. It saves time, I guess. You're right. It does save time. And there's so many now of women. It's just lunch. That's another website instead of doing the dinner that are making so much money off of this, because to meet a man, that's a big deal. And you want to do that. And if you're doing a high power job, you don't have the time successful singles, you know, well, That's I want to mention. One? I, I want to mention one of the most, uh, one of the best uh, companies in this field is Selective Search, and it uh, the CEO is Barbie Adler, and yeah, Barbie is a very, very sharp girl. Well, this is what I want to bring to our listeners because we have a special guest today that is going to share her experience Ooh. on Tinder. and this Has is she a, done Tinder? She has done Match.com, and she'll tell you, but she's done Match.com. She's done a few of these sites that we just mentioned, but not all good things come across on these sites. And for those that are listening and um, are on these sites, you really have to be careful on how the interview process is. Look how many questions and how they're getting your profile because Tinder, for instance, I believe only you just have to show a picture. So you're going on how you look and where you live. So, mm, I mean, I that's like that. Now, that's, and it's a real fast thing. So, men that are coming in from out of town, they can flip on Tinder, they can go on to Tinder, they can get a date. But there's <sighs> other websites, you Scares know, me. there's other websites that, you know, some go through, you know, pages and pages and pages and pages of profile. Um, so it can be it can be really scary. So we have our guest speaker today that we're delighted to have to share her one of her stories on which I think is very beneficial and will be helpful to people that are using some of these sites. 
and um, to keep her privacy, her name is going to be Samantha, and we're also keeping the privacy of her gentleman, and you'll have to listen to her story because this guy may be, end up in the wiener pile. So, favorite listeners, um, I'd like for everyone to take this time to listen to Samantha's cautionary tale of dating in a digital age. So let's hear what she has to say. So anyway, on this topic, um, I think it's just so prevalent today for young, old, and everyone to be so socially and aware of the pitfalls that might happen in getting on Match.com, Our Time, eHarmony, Tinder, OkCupid. I mean, there's so many sites out there that are dating sites. And today I'm really excited because I have a dear friend of mine that has joined us. Um, and for her privacy, I will say her name is Samantha. Um, she is has been married over 40. She's been a resident of Chicago for 30 years. She's a single female professional mother. She has taken her daughter all through college by herself as she worked. She has done a phenomenal job and has a very accomplished daughter. And she's worked for our own President Clinton for years. She's worked for two governors, one mayor, and numerous rock bands from the 90s. That's a whole nother show, which we can get into on a later date. And she is now working for a very large university and is a very integral a part of the university. And she joins me now. Samantha, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, if you could express a little bit about your story, I think it'll be helpful for others. And uh, the site that you were on, your dating site was? It was originally Match.com. I was on there for two months last summer after I got out of a four-year relationship. And I, I found that many of the men just kind of searched, you know, to see how many likes they could get or how many matches they could get. And then to actually meet for a date was a whole other story. So you were on match first? Yes. Okay, but this isn't where your bad scenario happened, not no, through match? No. Okay, so you were in a relationship for four years, which I think is important because I think when people get on these sites, some get because they are... Did you take the time after your relationship to kind of realize why that relationship... I mean, did you have a time span before the end of your relationship and then getting on a dating site? No, I was, he ended up going on match, my relationship, he had moved into my condo and his balcony was directly across from mine and I knew he met a girl on match and he ended up doing everything in front of me like a fishbowl. It, I had a full screen vision of what he was doing. So this made my you ex, get on match? So that made me get on match. Okay. It was kind of a... Touche. Right, right. Get back. Okay, so how long have you been single now? 20 years. Okay, and so you've been using these dating sites frequently? Or just, just for a year. Oh, just, just for, for a year. year. Okay, so tell us your experience. So, nothing on match. Um, I went on to Tinder in August of last year, and the very first person that matched me, because it comes up, it's a match, and it just only uses your photo and really nothing else about you. So, when you signed up with that's unusual for a dating site that you didn't have to give a profile of yourself on your likes and dislikes. Nothing. So tell our favorite listeners exactly how Tinder, which you are speaking of, how that works. Your so sign up. You can put that on your phone. 
and it and it gives you a location and you can type in the only thing you type in is if you are want someone 10 miles within 100 miles away 200 miles away and you literally scroll through pictures and you just swipe right to like or swipe left to dislike that's amazing so the only thing that they have tinder has you put on is your location right so basically they're saying if you're geographically desirable right oh. and if you like the picture and then oh. i found out that you don't want to put within 50 miles because it it um it puts o'hare in your swatch area and o'hare people men will land and be here for two or three days and they're all married so every all the women on Tinder were saying, don't include O'Hare into your Oh, that's area. interesting. Um, for the listeners out there, Samantha is from Chicago. I forgot to point that out. Is And this is where her experience took place. Um, so kind of lead us into what happened once you signed up with Tinder. Well, I thought it was really fun because I could sit there at night and just look at all these men. <laughs> And we it's know like, how you love to do it's that. It's like a deli, you know. <laughs> you could just scroll and look through all these men, and then it's kind of ego gratifying because if they like just the way you look, they'll, it's a match. And you never know if you're rejected or not. Because once you like them, it comes back, it's a match, and your whole screen lights up, and it's like playing the slot machines. It's really fun. You get three cherries, you know. But, but so this is, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> but this is interesting because. A woman can do this for a man, and a man can do this for a woman. So it's just not one one sided. Right, right. So you look for your match too, and right, and, and just on how he looks. Okay, so what was Mister Wright at the time that drew you to him? So um, he very fit. He was standing. He had five pictures on Tinder. One was he was standing with his head hands on his hips. You know, bald, big, muscular man. Um, looked in his 50s and Good. in front of a Porsche Targa on the Bay Bridge. Of course. And then the next picture was him on a raft in Cabo San Lucas. So, I mean, it was all, he was very handsome. He said he was German. I found that intriguing. German Austrian, I found that intriguing. And, uh, you know, I just swiped him. I swipe right. Okay. <laughs> so you swiped him and then. What was your meeting? It came up, it's a match. Great. So then what ha happens after it's a match, they text you or you text them. And a lot of times on Tinder, you never, outside it after it's a match, you never hear from them again. They just kind of shop to see who likes them. It's not really because they want a date. Oh, interesting. So that's that's a very sketch. That would be sketchy to me to go just by location and... Yeah, it's but it's probably quicker than the rest. Very quick. And here if we you are. If you want a date that night, you can get a date. Interesting. So, what was your first date like with this Mr. Tinder? So he texted me right away, which doesn't happen on Tinder, and he said, "I am three miles away." He was staying at his sister's, and he said, "Let's go to Gibson's for martini." Fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Great. So I walked in. He was at the piano bar. Really nice looking, really, you know, tanned, just very nice looking. And I sat down, he ordered me a martini, and he went in for the kiss that quick. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It was that quick. Well, 
just to let our listeners know that Gibson's is a really fun place with great food. It's got a piano bar, and the bar scene is kind of a... 40 and older or maybe 35 and older matchmaking setup. A lot of singles go there and it's a really fun place to go. So his pick was good. His so pick was great and then we went across to Nico for dinner. Well, what did you feel like when he first leaned in for the kiss? Oh, it was, was great. A, oh, so I that didn't was minded at all because I was on, you know, the rebound from four year man who I had watched and I was ready. So I was like, yeah, let's go for it. You probably took that as, hey, this guy really knows what he wants. And probably took it as a positive, right? Where somebody would take it, right? Maybe. And he was—he was older than I thought he was, and I thought, wow, you know, he's going to really be lucky to have me. That's initially what I thought. Interesting. I didn't think there was any danger there. Okay, so you go over and you have dinner, and then we go to the blues bar. Wow, nice date for and first dance. getting to know one another. He was a great dancer. And he was spending the weekend here. Now, I didn't know that he had lived in San He was living in San Francisco, staying at his sister's here. And he was here for a family reunion. And um, I met his sister the next day. We spent the whole weekend together. What? That's fast. But I guess, you know, coming from me, Shauna, who hasn't been out there, I've been married <laughs> for 21 years, and does not know what the dating situation, I guess that's how it goes. Yeah. It's exactly, it's, you go in or you're out. Right now, 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 during your conversation, though, over this martini, I would kind of think, at least personally for me, I would kind of take this as an audition or a an interview. So right. did you find out, I'm sure the question came up, are you married? Oh, yes. I asked him that in the text on Tinder. So he said, no, I'm single. And did you say, did you ever ask if he lived in Chicago? Yes, and he told me his whole story. So he, he was from Chicago, met his wife here and then moved out to the Bay Area and had three boys. Okay, so he was being honest. And and he was here for a family reunion, and I just thought, wow, he's a really just a good old homegrown boy. Interesting. Man, now. And you, you've dated from disco shirts to... Firemen. To, to firemen yeah, to... Politicians. To politicians to... Oh, my God, so you've done the gamut. So right. I, I would trust your decision-making. Right. With, I mean, just me knowing you as many years as I have, right. I would think, so you were probably in bliss. Absolutely. Swept so, off my feet. Swept off my feet. Wow. That weekend. Yes. Okay, so the weekend was grand, and? We went to a sister's for dinner. A sister has a lovely apartment. We went walking on the lake. He took uh, my daughter to shoot pool. We played pool. We went and watched sports at our, you know, Cubs game. It was, it was really fun. And he was always up and fun, and you didn't see any, like, dark corners or depression or, like, Nothing. he gets quirky or, ooh, that's a red flag. Nothing. Other than, looking back, the sex was fast. Okay. So that would be, so well, you did it that weekend. Right. Right. Okay. So listeners, doing it means you're, you're sexually active. Okay. So that was kind of what... For a person your age and as good looking as you are, and from the your trials and tribulations of dating in the past, this was probably really refreshing. It was. And like, God, this guy's hot, he's got a great body, he's older, he knows what he wants, right. he's fun, there's no big red flags which would come out. Right, no red flags. Immediately. Right. So this was probably a really, okay, let me just ask you a couple of questions. How long were you on Tinder before you met him? Three days. Oh, my God. 
Okay, so three days and you know, out pops Mr. Tinder and you fell in love with him or did you think you were in love or were you just infatuated? I was infatuated because four year man before him, I was never even attracted to, but he was such a nice guy. I kept myself in that relationship. So on the flip side, I meet a man that I am wildly attracted to. So I'd say it was, it was physical. And after that, we got to know each other. So it was kind of a reverse. Okay. And this is interesting because the girlfriends have always said in a relationship, the number one thing is passion. And you had that passion right from the get go. Right. Which is high. It's that, that to me would be golden. Right. But looking back now that it's, as we go into the story now that, that you don't know the territory you're going into because you have such a large market now because of the internet, I'm going to a 90 day rule. It's going to be hard, but I think I'm going to 90 day rule. 90 day as in beyond Tinder for 90 days or to date 90 days before date, you? Right. Before you do it. Okay. I like that. It's the Steve Harvey rule. You know, so, well, yeah, Steve, you go, you go, Steve. Um, what was your, okay, so you kind of gave us that. Then tell us where that went from there. So, so he, he leaves town. He, we go and work out Monday, and then he wants um, an Italian beef, and we go and have an Italian beef. And he says, well, I guess it was kind of like a handshake. And he's like, well, I don't know where to go from here. I'm in San Francisco. I'm going to Canada for a reunion, and then I'm going to be in San Francisco. And I said, well, you know, I was a flight attendant. I can fly free. So really the onus became on me um, to start flying out there. And I made a reservation to go two weeks later. Okay, did he pay for your reservation? He, it was half and half, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that yeah. still would be, he would still be okay. Right, right. All right, so you go out there. And um, we go to the Sausalito Art Fair, we go hiking, we go to a steakhouse. We we just took rides in his convertible Porsche Targa, all through the you know wine country. It was just just. And bliss. you're having sex all through these experiences. Everywhere, like pretty where? much everywhere. What well, do you mean? Like in fields, in cars. Yeah, and I mean the first indication for me, looking back, may have been that he had all kinds of Mr. Gray type toys and things for me to it's as yeah. Okay, so you had a lot of sex toys happening. Yeah. But the sex was good. Great. It was great. It was great. Like, the best ever. One out of five? Five. Really? Okay, yeah. so, so far, I mean, so now you're really grooving this guy, and you still think that he's older, and he's still having fun, and tell us about your uh, what happened on the bridge. Oh, San well, Francisco Bridge. Every time he picked me up from the airport, it became a tradition that we would stop on the other side of the bridge because he had gotten me crotchless panties and I had to wear a dress and that we would, you know. Now, would he ask you, you know, Samantha, I really want to see you wearing crotchless panties. Oh, he was a, the boss. He, he actually was a bully that way because looking back, he, it was very directional. You know, you do this, you do that. Um, and he started asking me to send him pictures, which I did not do. But everything was Pictures of? Me. Nude? Yes. So he did he want to see body parts or did he want to see you all and no interesting just headless bodies you know and because I think he, well I came to find out later that he had what I called his vagina files 
he he has scores and scores of files and pictures of women. Oh my God! Okay, so you're going in this relationship now. You're falling in love, right? And how long over the whole time did you date Mr. Tinder? I dated him from August until December. Okay, so that's a pretty long time. Yeah. Okay, so all through this, you're flying back and forth to San Francisco. He's coming into Chicago. He's you're meeting, having he's meeting my family in California. He's, you know, I'm meeting all of his family here. I'm going to his niece and nephew's, you know, confirmation for their daughter. Everything. I'm just thinking this is great. Right. So you're meeting family. That's big. Right. So now you've got to be saying to yourself, I think this man is in love with me and I'm in love with him. Right. And right. And he had told me, I mean, he told me, you know, he was falling for me. He'd send me poems. He sent me a lot. He loves um, Van Morrison and he would send me all kinds of flowery songs. This is us together. So he's romancing you. So this is he's kind of almost a courtship. Romantic. Yes. Yes. Okay, so he was doing poems and Van Morrison and sending you flowers and paying half and half for your trip. And you're... We're in the car one day and I look at him and I say, this is about three months in, and I say, I think I've fallen in love with you. And his mouth dropped because he had all but said that to me. And he said, I, he pulled over and he said, I have something to tell you. And he said, there was a girl I met on match right at the time I met you and she wants me to come see her this weekend and I cannot you know I have to disclose it and he said so it's okay because I've told her too and he said normally in any relationship we wouldn't be exclusive yet and I went oh and I and I packed my bags got wait what was your verbal response to him did you have any conversation I started crying and he said okay then let's just this is how he was he said okay okay never mind I won't go let's go to Reno and get married. And then I thought, oh, then some there, then the, you know, hairs on the back of my neck started standing up. And I said, there's more to this guy than, than what I think I know. Why did you think he had to disclose that to you? Why did he even have to say that? Because now, because he, because he is so over the top that he was FaceTiming me every morning and sending me some sort of love, you know, poems every morning. And if, if he just disappeared for three days, I'd, I would know. And he's such a social media hound that he posts every picture on, on, you know, YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Of you two? Yes, of, of, of the two any of, of you his together? relationships, which is an extension of the vagina files. It's his trophies. So you're sitting in the car, and he asked, I can't believe that he would ask you to go to Reno. My question to you is, what if he would have said to him, okay, let's go to Reno. I'm in love with you. Let's get married. What do you feel his reaction would be? I think he would not have, we would not have uh, gone to Reno. There's no way that he would have married me. He, it was just a, a way of manipulating the situation. So... This is all about the quest and the sex. Exactly. The quest and the sex. And I think it's also a psychological thing with some of these men that they think in their mind, I don't really know how to express this, that they think in their mind it's fun. It's a twist on how to get out of it. 
can I make her? I mean, I think that's fun to him. That's how sick he is. Right, and and it's and it's really gratifying to the ego, knowing that that you you know it's quick gratification with all the online sites. Interesting, Sammy. So getting back to the ego, the ego had a big play in this. Huge, huge play. And he yeah. was filling. He was filling that ego, as we call it, easing God out. Um, he was trying to fill that ego on all occasions. Right. So basically, this man that you met, that you thought was well, this big, physical, good-looking, strong, take-charge type guy with the martini and slapping a kiss on you, really was a very, very insecure, um, needy right. sex right. addict. Right. Exactly. Ah. Uh, Okay, while you were dating him, was he Facebooking you? He was trying to put me on, but I asked him not to. Because I had seen, if you if you were to go on his Facebook, you could see all of his past relationships. You can, he's just such a, it's just such a clear history. So when did you go on to his Facebook? Oh, immediately. Okay, so you want to see, listeners out there, be careful what you put on Facebook. It tells so much about yourself. So you went on Facebook and you saw all these other women, his dates, but you, but he's claiming, I've, I've dated. Right. I mean, he was engaged to one of them on there. He had dated another that was on there. So he's so, coming of legit stories to you. Correct. And so that, that was the tip of the iceberg, but it was, a, it, it was a true indicator of, you know, of how much time he spends online. Listeners, we do have a little construction going outside our building, so if you're hearing anything, just bear with us. Um, it's going to stop when it stops. I have no control over it. Neither does Jeff, the producer. Anyway, so go on with the story. So you're crying in the car. So I leave. So your, your heart's kind of broken. Totally broken. And I pack my bags and leave um, immediately. Smart. And he is calling me, um, FaceTiming me, taking videos of himself crying, taking videos of the eggs he's making, saying this is the breakfast we were going to have if you didn't leave. I'm heartbroken. But, oh, by the way, he's still planning on seeing the girl in Los Angeles that weekend. So he went that weekend, and I just said goodbye. I never want to talk to you again. He came back on Wednesday and called me and said, I made a terrible mistake. I said, why did you do it in the first place? And he said, well, she's so young with long blonde hair. My ego just got the best of me. I couldn't say no. And I went, uh-oh. But he's so good at what he does, he talked me back he talked me back in his life. But he, before he came out, we, I agreed to see him, and he was going to come out two weeks later. But before he came out, before he knew that the deal was again sealed with me, he kept stringing the girl on in L.A. So all of this, you know, will become clear because I talked to the girl in L.A. I've talked to a couple other girls since then. Okay, Who so have found me because he has... He's okay, but wait, let's okay. not go there yet. Okay. Let me get, I'm calling him Mr. Dick now okay. because he's going to go in the wiener pile. Okay. Definitely. For sure. Um, so when Mr. Dick was, he came back, you let him back in because obviously you must have been in love. Right. And right. he's still so good at him believing. Right. And you're thinking, okay, he went out and this is going to help him figure out that he really loves me more than blah, blah, blah. So he comes into Chicago and is at your apartment, I assume. Right. And what happens? Well, so we dated uh, without without really, it was blissful and there was no indications of anything. And I, and I just made a commitment to let that go if I was going to continue seeing him. 
I just was going to let go of the L.A. woman. So I let it go, moved on, had fun, planned a trip to Cabo, um, and he was here for two weeks over Christmas from December 9th on, and then we were going to go to Cabo for New Year's. Um, but while he was at my apartment, it was my first opportunity to really view his habits, and he was online all the time. I mean, he was never not on the computer. And he would look at his phone first thing in the morning and reply to people, and I was like, what's going on here? But were you thinking that was business? No, no, because he was on his, he, he has a business email and he has a personal. And he was on Facebook, and so I knew it wasn't business. Okay, so? So we go to a play, I come back, and I go, gosh, we're going to be together for so long because he had left all of his stuff on my computer. And I said that night, gosh, we're gonna be together so long until like January 5th, why don't you just go stay at your sister's? So he did. And I said, let's have a break. And so he did. And I poured myself a big old cocktail because I knew what I was gonna find. <laughs> Isn't it funny, you, your instinct told you. Yes, finally. And I, you know, and I knew that I didn't want to look at it. It was just kind of like looking at it through, you know, Right. You know, when you want to turn your head and you don't, and you really want to look at something. So I sat down at the computer, and I got a whole lot more than what I bargained for. So he left his browser open. Yes. Bad mistake on his part. <laughs> but what did you what did you see? So after I had learned that he played the L.A. woman for two weeks, um, that he... On, had found more women online that he was trying to arrange a, a meeting in Palm Springs in February with another gal oh, who had a house there. Um, so in terms of just fishing for women, he was continually fishing to see if they would bite to satisfy his ego. Now, um, there's another side to him, which I... He, there were so many pictures, it begged me to ask the question of a sister. I said, has he had problems in the past? Um, and she said, he's a sex addict. Oh, so the whole time while you're dating him, he is... Fishing. He's trolling. fishing, trolling, putting things online. Asking for, the for pictures, uh, advertising on Craigslist, by the way, uh, for dates, for women. So during the time you were dating him, he would be going to San Francisco. He was probably doing other woman, women. Well, he wasn't. He was trolling, um, online trolling, without really pulling the trigger, which is what I find happens online frequently. So it's you're. It's just. A, it's a game, you know. And he was getting pictures sent to him, and but he actually. You know, if he was going to go to Palm Springs to see that other woman he met online, he said, well, I would have told you, but we were, you know, we were either going to turn the corner and decide that one of us was going to move, you know, so he looks back at it to validate himself. Well, I would have told you had I This gone. is a psycho. This he is... doesn't think that he was doing anything wrong. Well, he's a psychopath. So basically, you can honestly say that he really didn't lie to you. Right. Because when you would present this to him, that that's very scary for people out there because he's obviously having sex with other women, which is disease spreading. Right. Were you was he wearing protection? No. Okay, so that's a whole open area of so a very scary field. Over Christmas, I went in 
immediately to the doctor after I kicked him out of my house because what I saw online was just awful. And so I had him come back that next day, get his bags and leave. And I went to the doctor and of course, you know, that was agonizing waiting over the holidays for test results. Right. And you're testing for STD, you're testing for AIDS, you're testing for, that was very smart of you, Sammy, to do that. Right. Right. That was smart. Well, you, you know, go snaps to you. That was very, very smart. Now, but it wasn't smart in the, in the beginning not to have protection because you never no, know. I'm surprised you did that. No, you never. Well, I was so tight. And I thought, quite frankly, here's an old guy with three, you know, three kids. And I met his sister and I'm like, how much can he be having? You know, I didn't think he was. Because you're having sex with him all the time. He, yeah. And when I first met him, I'm like, this isn't a guy that's like out there all the time. He just didn't fit the profile. He didn't fit the profile. So let's tell the listeners so they kind of get a some type of a, a graphic thing of what you saw when you went on there. Are you looking at nude pictures? Are you oh, looking at yeah. the women? Texas? Or are you looking at all of it? And he is cutting and pasting things that he sent me that I thought were so special to me to twenty other women. And I would say there's a tier of women that he that he will go after and try to date and woo into his, you know, manipulation. And then there's the second tier, which are just the ones that you find on Craigslist that will send you, you know, really graphic spread shots and all kinds of shots. I I mean, I found out that a couple paid him, paid him to have sex with his wife. And San Francisco's a whole different culture. A whole different ballgame. Right. You're sitting there with your big old cocktail, which those cocktails just come in handy sometimes. Anyway, and your heart is breaking. Is your heart breaking or are you angry? I'm so angry. You know, where you're shaking and you're, you don't, and and I actually backed away from the computer like something was going to jump out at me, you know, like. Interesting. It was a bad dog in the corner. And I was like, like circling my computer. Oh. All night long, and then I'd sit back down, and I'd find more, and I'd circle it again. I'd sit back down. You know, I th- I find this really helpful because, as we have always said, you can't judge a book by its cover. There's men out there that are, they're professionals at this. Yes. And you kind of look back now on that relationship, which I'm sure you've had, and look back and think, where was the high that this guy got from this? Was it texting his poem to you and 50 other women and seeing their responses at the same time. Was that the big aha moment or was it seeing how many he could get to say, you're the best. Thank you for sending me this poem. I love it. That was so touching. I think it's the latter. Now, um, Samantha did share one of the texts. Well, why don't you read it since it was sent to you, but this was one of the texts that he would text. So here is his canned response for anybody that he meets online. Um, He says, well, darling, I see I at least got you to peak, but why no email? I'm a big boy who can handle rejection, but not knowing is a real drag. And there's a sad face. He likes the modicons. Yeah. Um, I'll keep my fingers crossed as clearly as you look like someone I'd love to love and create forever memories with. XOXOXO. So he's cutting and pasting that to 20 women at the same time. More than that. And he's in your apartment and it's just made love to you. Right. 
okay this is this is this is a problem that that's scary for people that are connected with him tell us now how you reached out and got through your anger and how did you get through this and obviously you're on the show because you want to help other people not well and how the ex-girlfriends contacted you so i had a couple of his exes contact me and they said that they really wanted to call me and tell me because everything his marriage broke up his uh fiance um you know they ended their engagement because of his he goes to saa meetings and saa sexual addiction anonymous it's obviously not working (laughs) right he needs to go like a six-week in-house therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs to check in. So I, it was hard because, it, you know, he said, you need to love. He still came back to me even after I found all that and said, you wow. need to love me unconditionally. I just wasn't getting there fast enough for you. So it became my fault. Uh, please take me back. And, you know, I was so um, into it. You know, I thought about it, which is sick too. You know, you think about because you say, "Hmm, am I really the crazy one that wasn't accepting his unconditional love?" And and you know, I got past it. Thankfully, I got past it. But um, yeah, his what helped me get past it was some of the phone calls I got from the other women. And by the way, well, how did they reach out to you? How did they know they about find me on Samantha on Facebook? Oh, so they. So when he chronicles everything online, we can all find each other. All right. So they saw pictures of you and Mr. Dick on the Facebook. Right. I'm tagged. They know my name. You're tagged. So now they're. Okay. So he's. So they message. They message me, and a gal that he contacted on Tinder messengered me. She said, "I am really leery. Can I talk to you about someone that I'm thinking about dating?" And it was him. Now, do you know how old this girl was? 40. Very smart of her to do that. And she said... Obviously may have been through the problem before with a different man. Right. And she said, well, when he started asking me to send him pictures and when I see how much he's on Facebook, she said, those two things are a red flag. Now, we have a lot in common. And he sends me, you know, all these songs. And I said, well, yeah, let me tell you which ones he sent you. And so we talked for an hour and a half, and she ended up texting him and saying, lose my number, I know, you know, and that was it. But then I got a really angry email from him because I had ruined, you know, a oh, so really she told him, relationship. I just spoke to your ex-girlfriend, and she told me and, that you are yeah, a loser. And, right, okay. and a creep. Okay, so what... Hey, so be it. It is what it is. You were honest with her, and she it's not like you reached out to her. No, right. So she reached out to you. You were honest, and you told... And now, did any of his other exes call you? Well, the, there was two of them that did, and they just said they wished they would have paid it forward. So I figured, well, I'll just be honest with the new one. And so that's that, you know. Um, I've since learned that when you can tell, you know, how many times people are on social media when you're online dating, there's there's ways, you know, to tell the extent of it. I, I went on one match date since then, and um, the gentleman that I met told me that he is on, like, 30 different sites, and he goes out every night with a match date or another date, you know, from one of the sites. All right, so let's go back to this. 
what made you try online dating? Because of the four-year X. Because if you... And it was kind of an impulse. It was impulse. And the second thing is, is if you go anywhere um, out in a, you know, a place where you would normally meet a man, whether it's the gym, you know, the grocery store is about the only place that no one, but everyone is constantly on their devices. You know, we're now in a society where, you know, we're going to have net problems because we're looking down. And there's no really organically way to meet a man now unless you're online. Okay, so what made you pick Tinder, though, out of all these other? eHarmony, OkCupid, Match.com, Our Time? Well, looking back, my daughter, who's 24, said, I cannot believe that you're on the hookup site. Now, you know, I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that. And since then, I've heard a few people, I've met people on Tinder that they're dating. So it's, you know, And it's quick, and you don't have to click. Right. Right. Would you go back on Tinder? It's on my phone right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, I find that, um, do you think you could have met this Mr. Dick on any of these other? Yes. Mr. Creepy? Yes. You think you, you, think you would well, be able to meet a creep head like this on I think Match.com? And OK Cupid. Those two, yes. Because they're not very discerning on questions. I don't find Um, Well, first of all, I have to say, it was very smart that you went back to his Facebook, and it was smart for these new girls that are over 40, and they've obviously dated, and they're obviously getting this big, you know, crush, you know, romantic courting from him, that they, they did reach out and they call you. I think that's really smart, and I think it goes back to us girls always trying to network and help one another. Absolutely. And I think a woman to woman type conversation, I think women would be very open with one another, and I'm sure you were to this girl. So right. when, what happened to you, you didn't want to have happen to her. Right, right. So in that respect, um, I'm surprised you're still on Tinder, though. We're going to have to do something about that. I would cut that right off, but now wouldn't you, you'd probably have red flags go up if a guy like that again appeared. I hope so. I hope, you know, I can only hope that I've learned something. I just don't know how you find out exactly what he was doing because on the surface he was just so normal you know other so than, was ted bundy I mean, yeah right I and mean, that's what's so dangerous about you know just the casting the wide net of people um i don't know i guess tinder's probably worse than the other sites it's probably so we're going to talk more on this and i'm so glad samantha that you came in any other texts that he sent you that you wanted to share to people oh, so I've that got they can many but not with me um you have to be very very careful on these sites and don't be afraid to reach out to the ex-girlfriend or the facebook friend or even family and you have to go back to the sister you confronted the sister that took balls right right and that was really good and you know what she was honest with you she was yes she was. i mean this this was a sick guy that's out there that's good looking that knows how to play the game has probably played it for years right says that he's get getting help but not really and today we just have to put him in the wiener pile but we are going to talk more about this and i want to thank samantha so much for coming in and sharing your story and um for those of you that would like to have questions for samantha and um, please feel free to post them on the-girlfriends.com. You're listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net.